Bobcat. And we're the, the ghouls, ghouls next, next door. door. And I just want to apologize up top here that both Cat and I are sick and we're going to sound terrible. Sniffles on sniffles. Sexy voices for worlds around. This is our third episode ever. And Woo! It is about nightmares. And it's also a very special episode because it is a uh, featuring one of our very good friends and our first <laughs> guest ever, the dorky but lovable Sierra. Hey, Sierra. Hey! <laughs> so Sierra is going to talk with us about nightmares. She has experienced some herself. She has some really interesting stories to give us um, and really will contribute to the group I'm here. sleep demons. <laughs> About sleep demons. Ooh. So this is Ghouls Next Door. It is a podcast with an honest opinion about the horror genre from those who truly love them, which is Kat and myself. Yeah. And also, um, kind of, Sierra? How do you how do you feel about the horror genre? Uh, mixed emotions. <laughs> I used to be a huge fan until they destroyed my life, so there we go. Well, so I'll see. I guess that's going to do that. You're going to turn that turn off. It down. Elaborate your words. Yeah. So, um, what, what, like, really scared you? What is, like, a, a kind of thing in the genre? So, like, some people are afraid of ghosts, like we did our ghost story episode. Some people are afraid of, like, exorcists because of, like, their Christian background. Or, um, some people hate, like, serial killers because it's real. Mm. So, what is, uh, what is a genre that, or a, uh, kind of a sort of horror that gets you. I feel like the scariest thing to me is like the demonic like evil energies. I don't know why like the serial serial killers and whatnot like doesn't scare me as much. Every time I've had it like since I was young I was super fascinated with horror regardless of what it was like serial killers like demons I don't know whatever but the things that like haunted me in my nightmares was always like the evil energy. Yeah, well, I mean, because that is kind of terrifying in that you don't really know, like, there's no logical reason for it. So it's like with um, serial killers, you can take kind of precautions, like... Or you can kill them back. Yeah, you kill them back. What I know about you is that I know why you're not scared of serial killers, because you think you could murder them first. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. You have a lot of faith in your murder abilities. Let's go find the serial killer. Yeah, like, you hear a noise, you're like, I'm going to go fuck that shit up. Like, what? (laughs) No. They think they're going to kill me? No, I'm going to kill them. She's going to kill them first. She's like with the demon. Out. You can't kill a demon. No, because yeah. no, you those don't. Are already dead yeah, no, you can't. totally understand your logic. Yeah. True. You have to, like, battle it with, them. like, whatever energy. I don't know. It's, like, it's so messy and weird. It's not the same as, like, battling a human. So that's always been scarier to Humans me. Because it's an other. It's an mm-hmm. otherness. Like, it's on a different plane. Yeah. So it's, like, you can't. What do you. <laughs> How do you, what do you, you get a crucifix? How do you do? Yeah, you're like, oh, turn right. it around. Holy water? Yeah. There you go. That's like, <laughs> oh, thanks that for that. That is very based on if religion is actually real. Like, demons can exist without religion being real. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's like, we true. might have absolutely no knowledge. Yeah. yeah. It'll be like, ha, I got this holy water and this cross. And I'm like, what the fuck? It's nothing. Yeah. I am made of anger and sadness. Yeah. You think some water is going to affect me? Yeah. Are you speaking from a personal standpoint? <laughs> I am a like demon. I am made from <laughs> anger and sadness. I am made from and anger I and sadness. <laughs> I am nothing but sadness and anger. <laughs> and it's like, and that's so true because it's like demons are in a lot of 
Like, that's one of the <laughs> equal things in a lot of different religions. Yeah. It's not even just, like, demons, but, like, evil. Like, evil energy, like, yeah. and anything. Yeah. Even if you, like, don't... I don't know. I feel like if you don't have a specific, like, religious Strong. background, you could still appreciate the negative versus positive energy. Like, it's just, like, what you feel, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. You could pick up sure. on, like, bad things and... Depending on who you are, I guess, but yes. you have to be open to it. Yeah, some people are like, nah. Yeah. What I don't like, though, is like when people do shitty things and they're like, yeah, it was just possessed by <laughs> Like, you know, I bet you there are like people out there yeah. who are like, when people do awful things, that's just because the badness is inside of them taking them over. And it's like, not always. Sometimes people just fucking. All right, suck. So, since this is an episode about nightmares. I thought it'd be a little fun if we could talk about maybe a persistent nightmare, recurring, um, one that maybe really stuck out to you. Nightmares that are, like, normal, like, people have all the time, like, your teeth falling out. No, I mean, the usual theme that I get in my... It's never the same thing, and they're always, like, fucking movies. Fucking movies in my dreams. dreams are? Well, yeah, and I think that's largely, like, a narcolepsy thing. It's, like, a whole thing where they're like, you have crazy dreams. That's just a symptom of the stuff that you experience. A lot of it's, like, being chased, but, like, manipulating my grandpa's house. I'm always in my grandpa's house when I have these crazy dreams. And it'll be something where, like, the people in my life, perception of me changes in a negative way. And, like, they don't trust me or, like, like me anymore, but I have no control over it. And then I'm, like, rushing to, like, fix it. And there's, like, this evil thing that lives in the closet in my grandpa's guest room. And it leads to, like, a different part of the house or, like, the outside or something. And that's where all the bad things are. And that's where, like, they, like, manipulate all the things in that, like, part of that room. And I don't know why. But it's, like, it always comes from that or the basement and always bad things happen. Like, I'll either have a zombie apocalypse dream there. I'm always in that house. I think that's, like, the biggest thing. And then it's always, like, people turn against me at some point. And it's based on things I don't remember doing. So, like, kind of, like, I guess a fear of, like, being out of your body. Mm-hmm. And, like, not having control of the actions. you And just not remembering, like, doing something to upset someone that you might have done. It's mm-hmm. also, like, that the zombies would play into that, too. Because that's not having control of your, your body. Yeah. You're just becoming, you're just instinct and, like, drive and basic, you know. Yeah. Manner, like, what you do, yeah. Yeah, so it's, like, the bit, like, it always happens where, like, I'll do something, or, like, someone will remember me doing something horrible to them, and I won't remember doing it. Yeah. So I won't even it. have, like, the sadness associated with that. Like, I'm so, I can't even be sorry, because I don't freaking like, remember. Yeah, right? And then, like, in my mind, like, in the dream, I'm always convinced that I didn't actually do it. Like, it's not real. And then I always, like, find the evil thing that's somewhere in the house. It's the thing that's making that a thing. Hmm. And it's weird. Mm-hmm. I have that dream nice. all the fucking time. I had a dream the other day where you were actually in it, but you weren't, and it was weird. Because you were in it, and she was not. Mm-hmm. So Sierra versus Gabe, fight to the death now, over my love. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you were in it, and we were, it ended at my grandpa's house, and it ended up being that we ended up having to hide in the basement of my house, and then you died. I, I heard you die. Sarah. You did? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, no, we I heard you date. die. We did. Yeah, we went to get Spanish food. Aw, bitches. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Well, you died in that one dream. 
That's so And also the doors kept opening and I kept locking them and they kept opening themselves and I kept calling for help for you guys and you're like, we're doing this. And I'm like, the doors are open, there's murders. Why is no one helping get the murders out of here? And side note, in real life, If you ever called or texted me when that was happening, I'd be over here like ASAP. Oh, I know, because you're every actually weapon. crazy. It'd be crazy. Every weapon that I could possibly find, I'd throw it in my... I'm sure Gabe would too, obviously, yes. if she wasn't home at the time. I feel like you would, but at the same time, you'd be like more like, like, I meet something. you outside and we <laughs> escape like, here's together. Here's the courses of exit. Me- <laughs> you don't come here's in our, and murder the fucker. You help me escape. escape plans. But if you're you like drive me him, away. But we went through this. Like You would fucking I, run head first. In but that. I would also probably be the first one to get killed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you for sure would. Yeah, exactly. Because you think you're strong as fuck. And you are. You're a little scary. No, no, no. In some ways in that way. I feel it's like all right. I'm someone. willing to... Sa- like, it's just like my life that I'm willing to sacrifice myself for other people. That's just what it is. I feel like I'm on that tangent too. But deep down, I'm maybe not as selfless in that way as I think. I think if I was doomed to die, that is how I want to die. I would try my hardest to murder the shit out of someone though. Yeah. Like, in every way that I possibly could. <laughs> would just try my darndest... In that dream, though, where you were being murdered upstairs in the room, that was my old bedroom where all the people died. The dead mm-hmm, bedroom. The dead bed. There was a woman who was trying to get in the door, and the door kept opening. And there's like a mail slot, and I stabbed her in the stomach a bunch of times through the mail slot, and that was the thing. And I felt like you'd be proud of that, and I wanted to express that. Well, to you. what I'm saying is, like, if you were, if there was a murderer in your room, and you texted me, you're like, "There's a murderer in the room. I'm gonna be in the room murdering yeah, the murderer." Yeah. But if you were like, "There's someone in the house." And they're not, and quite, like, they're not go. quite where I am. I'd be like, all right, you remember our exits. You remember. <laughs> you know where the doors are, right? You live if, here, too. I feel like it would be more effective, though, to be strategic that in that. So, Sierra, do you have any recurring yes. nightmares? Not sleep paralysis nightmares. Yeah, yeah. The teeth falling out thing, that always happens to me. It happens to me when I'm stressed out, mostly. But when, I, when it happens to me in my dreams, I try to hide it. So, like... My teeth will be falling out, and I won't be able to, like, talk properly, and they'll be, like, physically, like, in my hands, but I'll, like, try to either, like, stuff them back where they belong, or, like, because I'm embarrassed. Like, I'm just, like, I don't want people to see me. Like, I look ugly, first of all. I'm self-conscious about it. I, like, I don't know. It's just, like, not how it's supposed to be. Like, in my dream, I'm, like, oh, I'll go to the dentist, like, eventually later on this week. Like, I don't know. It'll be okay. Yeah, like, it'll be okay. I'll find a solution, like, whatever. But it happens to me all the time. And my grandma used to always tell me that it meant, like, death. Like, I don't know the if fuck? there's... Yeah, no, I meant, like... <laughs> know, so well, like calm down. Let me make you feel better. And oh, you're gonna yeah. die. She's like, oh, that means, like, death or something awful. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Oh, God. It literally happens to me all the time. Because you weren't stressed before. Exactly. Like, <laughs> thanks. thanks, Grandma. Thanks. Awesome. I thought you were supposed to be supporting me. But um, I'm not sure, like, what the meaning behind it is but that's just something that happens to me all the time the teeth falling i out. do believe the teeth falling is a um is stress it's definitely like a stress induced like you're yeah um but my favorite dream to tell in it because it's just to me it's hilarious was i had this dream once <laughs> where i um i was talking to my mom it was like this kind of stressful like there's a bunch of shit happening in my dream but then at some point I come and I'm like talking to my mom and she's telling me something and at some point in the conversation her mouth her just like jaw like unhinges and just pops open like really wide and all I hear is "Ah, ah." (laughs) 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 
alarm that would start quiet and it would slowly like gain because it would like permeate your dreams. Like, yeah. It was there because I just would never wake up. Yeah. So it would just like seep in. And so for some reason, my subconscious was like, here comes the alarm. That's Drop awesome. That oh my gosh, that's it so was horrifying. I've had the running thing like a few times, but. And I also have this really weird thing that happens to me when I'm dehydrated. Like, it's so weird how your body reacts to things like that, or how your mind reacts to physical things. But when I'm dehydrated and I'm sleeping, I, I dream that I can't talk to people because my mouth is so dry. Like, you know that episode of Spongebob where he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, that's how I, I am in my dream. It. Yeah, it's so <laughs> weird. Like, my body tells my mind that I... I just, like, I shouldn't be able to speak because I have no, like, use of my mouth. Mm -hmm. oh my so weird. talk about some sleep disorders, some popular ones, some of which we all have encountered and suffer from, um, experienced, etc. So for one, I want to touch briefly on Kat yeah. and her narcolepsy. Narcolepsy. Tell us about it. What is it? What is narcolepsy? Yeah. It's a thing where... It's a thing that you it's have. It's a thing I have. What's wrong with my body and my brain? <laughs> yeah. um, That's it? I explain it literally all the time to the point where it's people are probably sick of me explaining it, but I'll do it one more time for everyone These here people today. Are. So, like, what I've learned about it, I might be wrong in certain parts, so if the internet wants to correct me, they can feel free. But what I've been ex explained to me, to with my knowledge and the <laughs> doctor people, is that it's similar to, like, epilepsy in the way that it functions in the brain where like there's certain chemicals your body doesn't produce and like that's what causes the problems um so for me I've had it for a very long time but I only found out recently and like this past April that it's a real thing and it's cool because it's like everything that's been wrong with me for a million years a million? is caused by that and I was like oh I'm not an insane person that's so cool Cats I was a just thought years it was old. really crazy ancient Then why the fuck are you making the same mistake <laughs> a million years later? I just like to experience life. Over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. My body doesn't process a certain chemical. I think it starts with an H. And it's usually created when you achieve deep sleep. And the big thing about narcolepsy is that you it takes a lot of sleep to achieve deep sleep. So usually you just go from light sleep to REM sleep, which is the dream state, and then back to light sleep. And I can, like, dream within 15 minutes, and then I'll, like, sleep process where I'll dream while I'm kind of awake. So I'll just be, like, laying there, and my dream life will mix together with the reality times, and I just won't be able to move my body. So that's super not fun. But yeah, just make, you feel like you haven't slept in two days, but, like, all the time. And 
and you block out parts of your day because your mind does not hold on to things because it thinks you're dreaming at parts of your day, so it doesn't remember those parts because it's like, you're dreaming, you don't need to remember what's happening here. <laughs> so, like, I'll have conversations and stuff with people that I just straight up don't remember, which I think is why I have this freaking dreams where, like, I do things to upset people and I don't remember it because I've done that. Like, that's literally something it's I've experienced so many times. Where, like, be it drinking or just, like, not remembering just in everyday life, like, doing something that, like, has upset someone. I mean, not remember remembering doing it and then, like, having to deal with the fact that it was actually me. Mm. And, like, the out-of-body feeling. And that was the biggest thing for me with narcolepsy is, like, I think mixed with, like, anxiety and all that other fun mental da-da-da um, was that out-of-body experience, which I would get all the time with sleep paralysis, but, like, also just, like, during the day when my body, I guess, would go into the dream state while I was functioning, and I wouldn't remember certain parts, I would, like, literally feel like I wasn't in my body mm-hmm. for, like, periods of the day all the yeah. time, and, like, that would just, like, like kind of fuck with me. Yeah, like, it would just, like, fuck with me. Oh, I just, like, didn't so like it. Boring. And then I would do, like, fucked up things. And not remember doing it. I mean, like, who the hell was in my body during that time? Because that's not me. Yeah. And it was it was probably demons. I don't exactly. know. Narcolepsy <laughs> demons. Ah, classic Kate. Blame it on the fucking demons. Yep. Good job. I went on a whole rant about why yeah. people shouldn't do that. And I yeah. was like, <laughs> demons. They did the bad things. The demons ate that extra helping. Yeah. <laughs> it was all of that. I wish I could just use that. But yeah, like, I mean, the biggest can. things. Don't stop you. Yeah. The biggest yes. things are, like, you're always tired. Mm-hmm. You have crazy fucking dreams. So, like, I would have crazy dreams because I would always be dreaming. I don't get to deep sleep. So I just dream, 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 dream all night. Mm-hmm. And I would feel like I was living a whole another day mm-hmm. while I was sleeping, which is why I'd wake up and, and be like, any rest. there's no rest. I, my mind was doing stuff all night. And then cataplexy, which is the other fun thing, where, like, parts of my body go numb based on my emotions, which is, like, if I'm really happy, sad, or angry, my face will go numb, or my hands will go numb, or I'll, like, collapse. (laughs) Like, there's a bunch of weird shit Yeah, you do just fall asleep instantly. Yeah, it takes 15 minutes. with me, and then you're done. I look over, and you're already asleep. Yeah. Yes. So that's that's narcolepsy. Did you know? Woo! Did you know that about narcolepsy? I guess briefly touching on kind of more of what we were talking, we were planning to talk about, which is um, a disorder known as sleep paralysis. Uh, So I've had one or two bouts of sleep paralysis, and Sierra's had several, um, or uh, an infestation (laughs) of sleep paralysis. And uh, just kind of going into what technically sleep paralysis is. It's just that you're, during the times when there are several states of sleep, like Kat was talking about. So you have mm-hmm. um, where you're just starting to fall asleep and your body will shut itself down because your body will paralyze itself so that you don't enact your dreams. Because if you reenact your dreams, you're going to end up walking off things. And that's what people who sleepwalk don't have the, like, they lose that ability to that their body doesn't fall asleep. Um, the second part is REM, which is that I that dream sleep, and then the last one is your deep sleep. So sleep paralysis is this situation where you, um, your your body has numbed itself and paralyzed itself so you don't reenact your dreams, and it's heading into the REM sleep, but at some point your brain doesn't shut off properly, it doesn't go into your dream state, and you're still awake. So when you're entering into REM, something goes wrong in your body, and you um, 
your your mind kind of like wakes up. So it's like as if you were anesthetized. I don't know what the anesthetized anesthetized like before surgery, but then you woke up in the middle of surgery. That's exactly so, what it feels like. Yeah. Yeah. So it's terrifying because mm-hmm. you're you're not supposed to be awake. And the thing is, like, you can't move the re- the rest of your body is not awake. The rest of your body is numb. Yeah. And you're very aware that you're not supposed to be awake. And the problem with it is in what, um, like, what most people experience when they're doing, when they suffer from sleep paralysis, is that it's kind of like you get a glimpse of, like, what we were saying earlier about the demons is this kind of, like, otherness, like, this other plane. Like, you get a glimpse into what you're not supposed to see because you're supposed to be asleep. And what's worse is that you can't move. So it's, like, it's also driving into that, like, you know, you have paranoia, you suffer hallucinations, um, because you're also still, like, right on the brink of your dream um, state. So those are kind of permeating your reality, and it just becomes this really big mess of psychological torture. And uh, some people suffer from this their whole life, some people just suffer from it once or twice, like myself, where it's just, like, in incredibly stressful situations, or um, lack of sleep tends to be a, uh, a yeah. cause. They don't really have, like, a specific explanation <clears throat> even to this day yeah. of why people suffer from that. Um, and then it has to do with anxiety mixed with, like, a sleep disorder. Like, that's the only thing that would make sense to me. Like, because you know this about me. I'm not, like, you do believe in that kind of stuff sometimes. I think both of you kind of do. But I'm not very, like, ghosts and demons. Like, I, I usually yeah, talk myself out of that shit. And, like, that's where it's like, for me, sleep paralysis is just like, my body doesn't move now. Where, like, when I was younger and I did believe in the scary things and, like, ghosts and stuff, that's when I used to see shit when I was younger. Like, and I believed it and I was like, that is what life is. That's when the scary things happen. But there's. So, like, two, now I don't believe in it, so it doesn't affect me that way. I feel like, one, for people that are, like, super, like, open to, like, spiritual things yeah. and whatever, it's like, when you're a child, you're open to those things. Yeah. But also when you're a child, you're more susceptible to, like, extreme mm-hmm. amounts of stress because mm-hmm. you don't know how to digest everything. Yeah, anything so it's like a mix of, like, trauma all day. awful things. Mm-hmm. So there's so many things that could factor into how you experience these things. Yeah. It was like that game I was talking about, Among the Sleep or whatever, mm-hmm. where, like, it's just, like, this little kid is walking through the house. And it's just, like, everyday things, but they look freaking terrifying I'm at, like think about your childhood like yeah, everything was how scary. things was like we're like Nothing made sense darkness huge. was always creatures yeah and it was creepy and it was like oh yeah. my god like yeah I, I didn't know, know what tr- trees outside my window looked like monsters like all that stuff we like, had really bad stuff. electrical problems in my house when I was little and I always thought that it was ghosts like there was one room where things would flicker but it was because yeah. of the electrical problems. Like, it wasn't anything else. You're like, ghosts are in there. And I, I remember trying to freak my brother out and being like, ha there's ghosts in there. Like, you're freaking out. But then I looked around the corner and I was like, oh, my God. Like, it's real. You know? Like, you don't... I mean, you see scary things. You hear scary things. And yeah. that's what you think that it is. It's like ghosts. Evil things. Yeah. And, like, I remember me and my brother being huddled in the corner, like, not wanting to leave from that tiny room that we were in because we thought that that was what, that's what was happening. Yeah. I'm more scared of people. 
I'm terrified of people. Mm -hmm. I think people are awful and they do awful things. They are. And they're going to come into my house and murder me. And I'm way more scared of a person. Like, that. there's a man in our basement. Like, that kind of stuff is things that I would be scared of and would believe. We're like, (laughs) supernatural things they just don't believe. I don't. He's locked down there, but he can open the fucking door. The clock's on his side. The clock's on his side. I don't know who designed this. But yeah, like, I'm not scared of ghosts and shit. So, like, I guess if I were to have, like, a scary sleep paralysis as an adult, I'd be like, I'd see a real fucking Or if you had different, like, I feel like if you had, I don't know, I feel like I grew up with a very strong belief in the spiritual, like, supernatural type of whatever experience. Uh And I feel like if you had a grasp on that you'd like feel a little bit like I don't know maybe yeah. you have an upper hand on this like I don't I'm terrified of all of those things the things that I can't see and the things that I don't know are real because I yeah, can't, can't feel understand. them I can't yeah like there's no like you can't really understand them you'll never yeah. understand them They're, humans okay. you can understand and you can like kind of learn yeah. but yeah. with these things you can't and for that like from that we're fearful like we're just like like, that's the thing. Those are the things that I fear. I don't fear humans. Like, if you're going to fucking kill me, like, whatever, that's on you. You know, like, <laughs> cool. Yeah, but, like, if something's going to come into my you room in the it. middle of the night <laughs> and murder me from fucking fear. Like, I always want to sleep during the day, but at night I never want to sleep. Well, for me, it's like, during the day, it's safe. That's why I want to sleep during the day. Oh, my God. It's the best way to describe it. I... Like, like, it's so embarrassing, well. but I do, unless I'm sleeping in the room with another person, I sleep with either my salt lamp on or the light's fully fucking on. Because for some reason, yeah, it's it's unpredictable, it's terrifying, and I don't know, like, I really, like, I, I can't sleep sometimes in the dark. I can't sleep without something going on, like, with yeah. without TV. Netflixing, yeah. Netflix mm-hmm. running in the background, like, yes. I can't. Because it's too silent. It's too silent and I'm scared of what I'll hear or what I'll see. Like, it's just like, for me, like, growing up, um, I could never fall asleep with the TV on because I would, I need to know. Like, I need, I just get transfixed and there were times when, like, uh, my mom would always watch Law & Order and you she, can't fall asleep to Law and Order. I can. No, my mom would fall Ooh, asleep. It suits my soul. House, Law and Order, fucking Lost. Anything that's like an intense show, you could not sleep to that. Dun dun. I love that. Yeah. No. Dun, 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 I'm like, dun, I need to know who fucking dun, dun, raped or murdered this person. I need to know yeah, what happened. I'll go back. But like, and Family Guy, you don't get that. That's why I watch like Family Guy, American Dad, Futurama. Mindless bullshit that I've seen a million times. I watch. Friends. I listen to my office. Yeah, I listen. I, I watch yes, my like watch guilty pleasures yeah. where it's like I don't really know, but I just like I'll get stuck in them. But like growing up, I, my mom would watch Law and Order, and she would fall asleep. <coughs> but it was my job to watch it and, and then, then tell her because oh, no. she's ah! like, "What happened? Like, Shut who did up. it?" And I'm like, "It was a brother." And he did that, and it was like also watched three other episodes after that because it was American. Do you want to know the whole thing? I'll just outline. Do you want to listen? I'll write you a paper. Gate, went through some shit, and let me tell you about it. And then so sometimes I remember there's a period of time where it's like I need to go to sleep, and I couldn't turn the TV off because again it's that thing like you always need voices. Like I always need pe- like even like the figment of people around me because I grew up in a household where there's always people around me. Mm-hmm. So like sleeping is like impossible if I can't like hear another person breathing or if you know something's going on. So I was like, all right, let me put on. I remember I put on like Bob Ross because I was like, all right, he's a boring painter. Like this is no this is fun being boring, and I was like sleep. in it. 
I was like, tell me about those happy trees. And I was like, that's a beautiful cabin, Bob. This is amazing. And I, like, did not, I was up until, like, three, four. I guess I had, I've had insomnia for a long time. I'm just realizing that right now. That's awesome. But I like I couldn't like, and if yeah. you turned it off, it's I'd just still be going on. Like yeah. I, my brain would still be buzzing, and it was like now I I watch like I said like my guilty like I watch like. <laughs> I am the Kruger's Freddy. <laughs> Tell Freddy you're Freddy. Called the Nightmare. Uh, the it's a really interesting documentary that really struck all of us. Uh, it really freaked us out. It was um, they did a really good job of reenacting some of the horrors that people are feeling. So the the documentary focuses on eight people suffering from sleep paralysis. Uh, which we explained earlier, which is you're unable to move, speak, or react to anything um, when you're falling asleep. Uh, occasionally, this paralysis will be accompanied by physical experiences or hallucinations that have the potential to terrify the person. Um, and in this film, um, Asher, the, the director, interviews some people who suffer from that and then recreate the experiences that he, they're telling him. Um, and he found that a lot of them have pretty similar situations and they're often visited by some kind of like unseen or like barely seen just out of the, the corner of her eye. Some entity that's either kind of alien or demonic or um, just really spooky. And it is just very peculiar that a lot of these people felt it. And, and me personally, when I watched this documentary, I just kind of watched it because it was like, this is a new thing that's scary and it's a documentary. It's about things people feel. Because I don't I'm about it. And I watched it and I freaked the fuck out because I was like, holy shit, I saw that guy. And it was so intense. And it was weird because I guess I just, I didn't black it out. Like I remembered it. But I, it, I just, I remember watching it and remembering so fully. Like it like triggered me. <laughs> like honestly. Yeah. And it, it was, it was bizarre. I guess for, for me, my one thing that I had for sleep paralysis that I remember strongly was I had this house where, um, like, our living room and our kitchen were on the bottom floor, and then there's a spiral staircase that would lead to our bedroom because it was kind of like a loft. Mm -hmm. And the bedroom had the bathroom, and then there was our walk-in closet, and the closet had a door to, like, lead to the hallway outside because you could usually come in there, but it was like we had it, like, barred and like it was like you couldn't get in there um and I was under a lot of stress because it was like my senior year of college I was like super stressed and I remember my boyfriend at the time was downstairs playing video games because I was sleeping upstairs because I sleep <laughs> the times I could sleep and I remember um going to sleep and like falling asleep and I I woke up and I couldn't move and it was it was you know sleep paralysis and I just remember, like, laying there, and initially you're fucking terrified because, like, I can't move. Like, what the fuck is wrong here? What's going on? And then I, the way our bed was, my head, like, if I could turn my head to the left, I would see the, the um, uh, closet. And so 
I remember like kind of peeking from the corner of my eyes because you can't move your head. It's it's frozen in place. And peeking from the corner of my eye, I could see a figure in the closet. And it was like in this documentary, they had the hat man, and mm-hmm. that was him. He, like he had the same fucking hat. It was the same. It's like a silhouette of a man. And I remember not thinking like, oh, this is a demon. Oh, this is a ghost. It was a, and even there was even a part of me that was like, you're just seeing things because that's the door, you know, like that's just you're scared in this closet. But I just remember thinking, like, all those thoughts, like, flew right out of my head because the one thing I was certain of was that there was someone in there. And I was 100% convinced, like, there was, in that moment, there was nothing else in my head. I was like, someone got into our house, they got in through the closet door, and they're standing in the closet. And they're right next to me. And I remember being so fucking terrified. And you can't scream, you can't move, you can't fucking do anything and I remember thinking like I just need a screen for Anthony because he was downstairs and just like if I could just fucking yell to him so he can come and get this guy like we I someone needs to know there's a man in our house and I just couldn't and it was like it couldn't have been more than like three minutes but it felt like hours of me being stuck there yeah. and I could see him and it was like and I could see him moving and it was it was crazy. Like, I was just like, and he's there, and it was just like, he knew I knew he was there, so he wasn't coming up, and it was just like, he was just waiting. And then I remember I just, like, willed myself. I was like, all right, I'm going to just close my eyes. At some point, I, like, came down from, like, all right, if there is a person in this house, I can't move right now, so I need to do something else. And so I just remember just, like, closing my eyes and forcing myself to just, like, chill out and, like, come back down. And then at some point, I finally was able to, like, move. And I just remember screaming bloody fucking murder mm. and just being like, there's someone in the fucking house. And Anthony bounding up the steps. And again, this is, like, oh, spiral no. staircase. And he's bounding oh. up the steps. And he's like, what the fuck? And he's, like, looking around. And he's, like, flipping things. And just being like, there was someone in this fucking house. And he was like, "There, well, there's no one here now. Like, are you okay? Like, he's like, I know you're under a lot of stress. And your mom calls me and wonders if you're okay. And I was just like, no, there was, like, there's, you couldn't tell me otherwise. And I remember, like, he, like, got in the bed and we were just there. And there was, like, like, a week after that, like, every night. I'd be there, and I remember hearing vividly someone coming in the door downstairs. Like, I was yeah. sta- and I was in a sleep paralysis again. This time I couldn't see, but I could hear, and I heard someone come downstairs. And I could hear, like, the door lock, and he's next to me, like, sleeping, snoring. Mm-hmm. And I could hear, and I was just like, he's, the guy's fucking back, and he's yeah. downstairs, and what is he doing down there? And just to be like, why is this happening to me? And it was, like, the most terrifying weeks of my life so um Sarah do you want to tell us yeah so I suffered from sleep paralysis for like since I mean as long as I could remember all of my experiences have been kind of the same but a little bit different in every dream that I had something was rushing at me from my door it was never my closet ever it was always my door. Mm-mm. So, like, my my earliest that I can remember, it was, like, these, like, I used to sleep with the, the hall light on, and my door cracked open because I was scared of the dark. I don't know what, at what point I became scared of the dark, but the earliest I can remember, I was terrified of it. Cat, you look terrified. But anyway, like. Like things that can't be. Yeah, no, the earliest that I could remember, the the worst dream ever, was that I um, 
I was like maybe like eight or nine and uh in the middle of the night I saw like like you would like imagine you're looking at something and all of a sudden like the image becomes blurred in certain parts that are the shape of someone Mm -hmm. so like you don't see anything but you see like that a certain part of your image like what your your vision is blurred and it's in the shape of a person Mm -hmm. so there were a few of them that came into my room and they rushed my body like they came in and they surrounded me around my bed and then they like overcame me while I was sleeping I was looking up at them and it just became blurry around my bed but then I kind of like removed myself from my like I was removed from my body and I could see myself outside of my body like myself floating above my bed and these things floating around me so I saw my body like swirled around in these blurry things I was being like tortured and I couldn't like I couldn't stop it and I couldn't scream and I couldn't move I couldn't help myself at all and I just dealt with it. And then when I woke up, I don't remember me waking up, but when I did, I remember running to my parents' room and then being like, oh my God, it was just a dream, like get over it. So since then, I've had these kind of reoccurring things where something, whether it be a dark man or a face or something, like I always see something different, always comes to me from my, from my door, my bedroom door. And I always hear this, like, loud, like, sound that sounds like a a washing machine. It's, like, so loud. It's by your ears. You can't do anything about it. And you just know that it's happening. So, like, I've had, like, these haunting images just, like, float towards me or rush my body and know, like, I've always felt like they knew that I was scared. So that's how they, like, kept me there in that state. Like... The first time I watched, like, Saw or something, I don't remember, the little jigsaw guy was, like, floating around my room, coming towards me. Like, he was tiny, but it felt so evil. No, he wasn't. It was just his face. And I've never been someone that's, like, scared of what's in the closet or what's underneath my bed. I'm always scared of what's going to come through my bedroom door. Why did you point at my bedroom door? (laughs) Because Charlie opened it a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, no, that's, like... That door right there. I'm there. The one that you sleep. Shut up. My back is turned. I never had that. I didn't ever have the spiraling in, like things rushing at me. That's not how. My sleep paralysis is me, not in my body, but I like feel also that I can't move. But maybe you're lucky that you can't be receptive to those things. It's not like other things, though. It's me. Like, I am the thing that fucks with me so what the sleep paralysis thing is my friend jeff told me a story about his dad and his grandmother so his father grew up and the grandmother had sleep paralysis and she would have these times where she was suffering from it and in her in her sleep paralysis she would like yell for her son and she would like call out to him or she'd like see what he was doing because like he's active and she's asleep and she, when she would wake up, like, the next day, she'd yell at him. She'd be like, I yelled for you. Why didn't you fucking come over here? And he was like, you didn't yell for it. Like, and she, yeah. she would, like, be like, well, you did this and this and this and this. And, like, would And he'd be like, yeah, that's out. what I did. Yeah. It's like, 
so you were awake, what you, but you didn't call out for me. And so it became apparent that she was, that something was going on. She kind of believed in voodoo, sort of. And there's like a, a concept in voodoo lore that's similar to sleep paralysis. It's called the old hag syndrome. Um, and that's that idea, that's that thing, what? It's a mean name. Well, it's like, the idea is like, when you're sleeping, you have that, uh, that thing that's on your chest. So like, in that, that, um. Shut up. So like, in the, in the documentary, there's like the scenes where. the cat and then the man. Yeah, Yeah. there was like, the cat on the guy's chest, and then the guy was whispering into his ear, like, saying, like, I'm gonna murder you, and there's a girl next to him who, like, woke up screaming, because she said that the cat was looking at him and doing it, I was like, I'm crying, um, and it was, like, just that, that idea that there's something on your chest, and it's kind of like that thing, like, you can't move, so something's immobilizing you, so, um, uh, Jeff's grandmother had that kind of voodoo upbringing, or, like, that kind of understanding of it, and so she told, she instructed um, just that to, he said, next time this happens, I have um, this bowl and I want you to put this powder in it. And when, next time I'm in there and you can see me because like, you kind of could see like her eyelids moving or like, you know, you can see that there's some kind of panic or like he would know certain signs because she uh, did it a few times. And she was like, when that happens and you do the like flip the, uh, bowl over mm-hmm. on my chest and then wake me up and so the next time that happened he remembers seeing like kind of the same symptoms and he runs to the to the kitchen and he gets the bowl and he gets the powder and he putting it all in there and he runs in there and he does the whole thing he flips it over and he wakes his grandmother and they look and on her chest there's like footprints shut in the powder up. shut up yeah shut up that's not right. ah! that's it. no <laughs> stop that's not such a rough. That I do. Terrifying. that nightmare. Why don't you tell us about Nightmare on Elm Street? What's it about? <laughs> oh, like, okay. The plot revolves. You don't have to say it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I watched it a bunch of times when I was little and I remember it fucking with me. So basically it's Freddy Krueger. He was burned alive because they thought he touched kids. The Didn't he? He came around in the dreams of the parents' children. So like, yeah, he just came, came all around. Children. The children that he supposedly found ah. out. Oh, really? Children. Yeah. The yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, so, like, yeah. the ones who burned him had kids, and then he haunts those kids. Yeah. 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 That's, so, the, yeah that's the that's whole story. Right. That's it. So, right and left and up and down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, we watched it. <laughs> we did watch it. What? We watched one and two. Yeah, no, two was fucking weird. I didn't know it was happening. I remember it being different. No, but, like, one I remember watching, and then there's one where they're, like, 
in an insane asylum and like they don't believe them and they make them take sleep pills well, they and that's never what makes them go nuts time. It was, and then Freddie's mom is in the asylum's like hidden what? spot. It was like a whole thing. And she was like the reason that he was so fucked up is that she was raped by like all these like crazy people. Oh, I remember that. Remember? Like I watched did I watch that with I you? I do no, but I remember that. Yeah, I watched that one. <laughs> okay, can I just talk about the movie? Yep, yeah, talk about movies. Okay. So we did I, talk about movie time. I love, I love old horror movies. Yeah. I love them. But compared to this movie, I don't know why it was ever made. Or why Wait. anyone allowed it to be as big as it was. Because it's horrible. <coughs> it's so bad. I think the concept of it was The good. concept's brilliant. The concept, yeah. I get it. I love it. I get it. It's scary. And it's real. It was just like... A lot of the scenes didn't make any sense, mm-hmm. and the framing, and just as like a, a film person, just as a person that makes media, mm-hmm. it just, like a lot of that was like, why? Who decided that shot? It's blurry. It's a weird angle. It doesn't seem like it has a purpose. And there's like, the worst scene for me that I saw was when Johnny Depp dies, and she, like, can't get out of her house because her mom is drunk. And she was, like, the worst drunk ever. Like, I've played a better drunk than her before I ever was ever drunk. Like, <laughs> like that's a real, like, I've acted as a drunk person based off of other drunk people I've seen and had never tasted alcohol before and did a phenomenally better job than this woman. Like, she, like, has doesn't even know what alcohol is. And she's like, I bet it makes you loopy. He's like, no, what do you mean? What is this? You're just insane. That's not even a thing. And, like, she, like, locked her in the house. And there's, like, this scene, which was, like, in and of itself was a phenomenal scene where uh, he gets sunken into the bed, like, uh, Freddie's arms grab him, and they, like, sink him into the bed, and then the, like, fountain of blood, which is just, like, phenomenal. And he, like, it, like, coats the ceiling in the way that, like, if it was opposite way of gravity would work. And then, so that's happening, and that's already happened. Like, he's already straight up dead for a long time now. Yeah. He's got, that's way more than what's in the human body, but sure. Poor guy. <laughs> Probably threw his bed up to the ceiling and causing it full of blood. <coughs> and it's, like, hilarious and his mom's screaming. But then it cuts to her back at her house so that she's locked in, and she's screaming, and she's screaming his name. And it's, like, you don't know that he's... You didn't see that, but she's reacting as if she saw that pool of blood. And mm-hmm. it's like, you didn't because you're not there. You're at home, and you never left, and you're screaming, and your mom's passed out on the couch, and she's also in frame, and you're both blurry, like, no one's in focus. What <laughs> is... Ha- and it was there for, like, two seconds, but it was two seconds too long where it was like, you, this shouldn't have been here at all. Yeah. But it was just like... And then there's back to, like, her, her the mom screaming, which was appropriate, because she just saw her son disintegrated into a fountain of blood. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone reacted That's so the way to go. underwhelmed. Like, everyone was just like, well, That yeah. happens sometimes that you go into your bed and become a blood fountain. <laughs> yeah. Like, what is this town? <laughs> way like, of death. Like, blood you have the town of Footloose, and, like, no one dances. And it's like, okay, I can understand people being dumbfounded by, like, a dance move. They're like, what's that contraption? We don't dance here. But this town, how fucked up are you that 
Like you blood go into a, you go into a room and it's just coated in blood. Like the whole thing was blood. And they're like, must be a serial killer. Like what fucking? That's more blood than <laughs> just any be vomiting human cops being, right? everywhere. Yeah, but they were like. Oh, it's all in a day's work. We gotta Classic. do this again. And she's like, I'm gonna go fight. I'm gonna find the guy who did this and I'm gonna get him, daddy. And he's like, No, can you not do that? Like, that's literally his tone of voice. He's like, No, like, honey, that's my job. I should do that. And <laughs> the she's fact like, that he's not more concerned about his, the fact that his daughter's, go- like, he just saw the blood fountain. Yeah. And then it's like, not more concerned that his daughter is saying that, like, she's seen him and is, like, gonna go get him now. Yeah. Like, why, that she would he wouldn't be like, oh, that's a lead that we should follow, or what? What the fuck, daughter? Exactly. No. You're insane. Don't do that. Yeah. Like, wasn't he, wasn't his first reaction, like, I'm gonna go run and stop her. Right? Oh my god. That's exactly what his fu- first fucking reaction should because be. Because it's just a like, movie, <laughs> and they listen, that's not allowed. We're not allowed to say that. We're talking about the lore of the world now. <laughs> We're in it. We're in the world. It's not a movie. It's real life. And in this real life of that world, he heard his daughter say, I'm going to go find the fucker who did this, and I'm going to get him. And she says it in this, like, she's like, listen, Daddy, I'm going to go find the guy who did this, and I'm going to bring him to you, and you just be ready for it. And he's like, no, that's my job. Like, don't do that. And then it's like, and then he stays in that fucking house, and he's like, I gotta go through my police procedurals on what, what... (laughs) What's the file number for a fountain of blood out of a mattress? Like, Denise, we got to file that under there. Like, the, what's the, the body's not number? even here. Like, is this his blood? We don't know. It was a serial killer who just took buckets bu- of yeah. blood. No, what he did was blended him into a red paste. It's not even though. It's not even chunks. It's just little, Ew. just no, thick it's, it's blood. Pure aid. <laughs> you hit the settings. It's pureed. Oh he is a liquid. All the vampires in the world human, were like, what is a human fuck? liquid fountain. And I'm like, so then she goes and she does all that shit. She goes through. She like finds him. She somehow gets him out of the world. And then she's like in the house and she's screaming from like the one. Her house is gated up. Like all her windows are barred because her oh, mom's, crazy, and oh, is, mom's like, crazy. She wants. Her, she like thinks her daughter's crazy. Yeah. And so because she she's a little crazy because she was like touched by a pedophile who was burned alive. Mm-hmm. You know. So she. She's screaming from the window, like, Dad, I got him, I got him. And because the kid got murdered across the street. And so there's a sort the whatever five cops they have in this town are in the yard. And the one comes over, this bumbling country idiot, just like, Billy Jean, like, what you doing up there? Whatever her name is. And she's like, Get my father, I got him. She's like, reacting appropriately to the yeah, fact that yeah. she has a murderer. And <laughs> yeah, like, the yeah, fact that he is across the street on a murder case. And it's like, oh, oh, the murderer isn't it here. Took them forever to react. He wouldn't go to the house next door. Yeah. He and he's just like, oh, she's acting kind of strange. Yeah. Like he's so like, what are you doing up there? Yeah. What's happening? What are you? What are you going through? And she's like, get my fucking father. And then his, her dad just wanders out. Like he's nobody like, even yeah, got him. All right. And then he's like, wait a second. So no, no, no. We should go get her. And that, like, this, that whole thing, and it makes me think of, like, is it because she is overreacting? Like, what she's seeing is no, actually you know, not happening? You know what fucks me up? I'm sorry. Hmm. It fucks me up. That the fact that they went to this house, like, pretty recently after this kid was murdered or <laughs> <laughs> Yes. 
And and then the daughter's like, you need to come over here, dad. But like, their thought would be that the murderer had traveled to the house next door. That like, there was this like dismissing her where it's like, where did they think he went? It's not like he could go that far. He drowned. No. It's not like he could go that far. They had to go. He had to go somewhere. And the fact that they just dismissed the daughter when she's like, he's fucking in here. And they're like, nah. People don't go to different houses within walking distance. People do turn into murder towns, but they do not go to other houses. Oh my God. Those are the two facts we know about this world. What is the most absurd? There's a lot of him <coughs> popping through walls or like fabric or the worst scene when she's in the bathtub and he comes up, up through her vagina area. Oh, yeah, yeah, I do remember that with the claw. Yeah, and it's like, really? And You don't, uh, don't finger me, Freddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Finger my Freddy. No. Ooh, we can't come back from that one. And he... <laughs> I didn't say finger my Freddy. I said, don't finger me, Freddy. I know. Oh, I, I, know. I just wanted to clarify which words you said. It would have been better if you were like, don't finger my Freddy. <laughs> well, that's not a thing. My thing is not called a Freddy. <laughs> His name is Freddy. And he's the one with the fingers. His name is Freddy and he's the one with the fingers that are like don't nice. Freddy my Freddy. No, your parts are not called Freddy. His name is Freddy. That's the whole movie. No, Freddy, my friend. His name is Freddy. Stop it. Forget it. Forget about it. Forgetty about it. Oh, Freddy. Oh, no. Freddy. So, this whole thing is horrible. The whole thing. Like, apparently, she was crazy. Her mom was crazy. And there's that wonderful scene at the very end. Where she leaves because she woke up and everything's better again. Like, no one ever died. And then oh, she gets shit, into yeah. the car and the car is Freddy Krueger colors. And it comes out. Oh, yeah. convertible. The top comes down and it's Freddy Krueger sweater stripes. And they can't get out. And then it's like, ah! It's great. It was a wonderful ending. I will Freddy's a that. car that now. Good. Yeah. No, I believe this. So I will say that. So, Freddy as a villain was always great because he was funny. He had a lot of puns. Yeah, no, he he knew he was, like, fucking shit up, and he liked to, like, play on that. Like, he he wasn't, he thought the fact he was murdering you was hilarious, and he wanted you to know that, like, he didn't give a fuck. Yeah. It was like, this was just, this, he was, like, there to ruin your day. Well, it's because he, like... And, like, uh, that was almost scarier. It was, like, sociopathic Well, like, Pennywise, he got off when he was a general predator. Mm-hmm. But he also, he got off on the fear. It was like, he needed yeah. to be afraid. And that's what she said at the end. She's like, I'm not afraid of you. You're not real. You're just and that afraid. was like the big thing that like made him weak, right? Yeah. And like how she was able to grab him. Which is the theme that you keep saying. Hmm. Where you're like, you have to not be afraid because fear gives them power. Yeah, no, I totally shit. related to that. Because she was like, no, you have no power over me. And I was like. That's sorry, this the labyrinth. Oh, my dreams. <laughs> you yeah. suck, Freddy. Yeah, thank you. You're dumb. So I think with um, Freddy Krueger, what is great about him, when it, that is funny, but also it's like this idea that you're, like, it's inescapable. Yeah. And that's what they have to deal with. Is that that's you can't about. not sleep, because if yeah. you don't sleep, you go crazy. Yeah. And then if you're sleeping, you might die. So it's like, it's an inevitable thing that's going to happen to you. And like, no matter what they do, they're drinking coffee, they're playing on their gigantic computer screen, <laughs> and doing all this thing. But it was like, 
it's inevitable you're gonna get. Yeah, it's something you can't escape. It's something that you can't fight because it's a dream. Like it's a fuck. Like you're not there. No one else can help you. It's you. Like you're well, you're the only defense against him. There's no one who can help you. There's no one who can like. And if you tell anyone, they think you're crazy. Like mm-hmm. they it's don't believe you. They take you to the hospital. They give you the sleeping pills, and then they're just setting you up to be like extra dead. I've felt that way with the sleep paralysis thing, where it's like you're scared to sleep because you don't want to have that type of nightmare, mm-hmm. but you also need to sleep because you need to continue with your like. You just you can't. Well, after so like a certain amount of time <coughs> of not sleeping, you're clinically insane because you just do yeah, not have your faculties. Yeah, yeah, like you're literally like your brain no longer I've, perceives reality. But, like, nightmare disorder itself is, yeah, dream anxiety disorder, which is a sleep disorder characterized by frequent nightmares. The nightmares, which often portray the individual in a situation that jeopardizes their life or personal safety, usually occur during the REM stages of sleep, like we were saying. So it's like, and when you think about it, like, the the case for Freddy Krueger, it's, again, it's kind of like what we were saying about it, where... Like, you have what this you have the story they're giving you. You have this fantastical, like, horror story of this guy who lives in your dreams, you can't sleep because he, he'll kill you. Mm-hmm. Where you also have the reality of the situation, which is that these kids are suffering these psychological breaks, and that's how they're dealing with it, and that's how they're perceiving it. Is that mm-hmm. they can't sleep, they're suffering from nightmare disorder. And because they end up, like, in the end, she ended up institutionalized. Because in the second one, you yeah. hear that they left, she wasn't murdered. She was institutionalized because mm-hmm. she had a psychotic break, and so did her mom. And so it's like, yeah, you—that's what happened. <laughs> like that whole time, when we're like, "This is crazy." They're fountain of blood. Like he probably was just actually murdered, and she was just dealing. Like maybe there really was a serial killer, and this is the way she was coping with that. Yeah, because her her friends were murdered. But yeah, I used to be really scared of Nightmare on Elm Street. Like I remember that being the thing, like fucked me up as a kid. Like I was like Freddy Krueger, and it was Jurassic Park. Eye of the. T-Rex. <laughs> like, I would be convinced that if I ever looked at my window at night, that one of those two things would be there. Oh, no. So I would always, like, face away from my windows. And I had, like, a bunch of other, like, I was very scared of the dark. And my mom, to this day, will probably, I just, this literally, I just remember this. Because the way my room was, like, the hall light was always on, but they would turn it off at some point if they thought I was asleep. Mm. But I was never asleep because yeah. I was on fucking alert. I was, mm-hmm. like, ready to guard the world. I was like, No. Yeah. We do not sleep. We need to make sure Freddy Krueger does not murder us in our sleep. Or that there are not dinosaurs outside our windows. Or that there's not six <laughs> sense people throwing up in my closet some tents and shit ready the dead people to come for me. I was very scared of those things. So they would turn off the light in the hallway and I would just start screaming until they turned it back on. Aww. Like that would happen so many times. I used to drive them crazy because I'd always want to turn off the hallway because I guess they it need like dark sad. to sleep. Yeah. And they would go out like thinking I was asleep and then they like turn it off and that <laughs> like until they did. Like sometimes they'd be like, She'll stop. Yeah, <laughs> I would not stop until they put that shit back on. He, Dude, I think yeah. I'm actually really scared of windows. I'm like really thinking about it now. And it's like weird. Like I to this day, like 
I'll look. There's like kitten has like chewed a hole in that one little part of my blinds, and to this day I'm like scared that like if I ever look through there, there will be someone like standing. Well, that's how you know. And that's why when you leave the like blinds up, I always like close them because I'm like no 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 no. All the blinds need to be closed because I am not going to ever look through one of those windows and fucking see a person in our backyard. Oh, and my mom fucked me up because of that because she climbed through my window. I remember this to a T. I was like, when I was little, I didn't sleep ever. Yeah. Like, that's just a thing. I didn't like nighttime. Just didn't like it. I would sleep all day. And I would not sleep at night. Um, but I remember I was, like, sitting in my room. I was, like, doing something weird because I was, like, nine. You do, like, of weird course, shady yeah. things when you're nine. I was, yeah. like, probably trying to cut my own hair or some shit. I was doing something <laughs> weird. Yeah. Or just, like, looking at myself in the mirror because I was, like, I'm in my awkward phase. But maybe I'm pretty. Like, it was one of those things where I was doing something embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. And then my fucking window <laughs> opens, and my mom just fucking enters it, but I'm like, I have a trophy in my hand, I am ready to murder, and she was like, oh my god, I'm so sorry, and I was like, I almost just killed you. I had a fr- I had my, I had my, like, participant's basketball trophy <laughs> in my hand, they're like, you, you did the thing. Award. I got my participation trophy. Not gonna do no, that shit had, like, marble at the bottom of it. I hit my brother in the face with that by that. Because he did the same thing. He came in my room with a fucking ski mask on. Oh, my God. And I didn't know who he was. It was nighttime. I hit him in the fucking eye. And I made him swear that he would tell my mom it was his fault. And he did. I used to sleepwalk. That's a thing. My brother did. And I would wake up in different parts of my house. Like, what? My brother went. My brother woke (laughs) up in the middle of the night one night with the the dog leashes at 4 o'clock in the morning. With no dog on the end of the leash, opening the screen door, my mom ran to where he was, and she was like, what the fuck are you doing? And he was like, dad told me to walk the dogs. He was asleep. And my mom's like, there's no dogs on the bottom of your fucking leash. Like, what are you talking about? He's like, dad told me to walk the dogs. She was like, go the fuck back to bed right now before I fuck you up. Like, go to bed. And he was like, okay. I woke up. He was in the middle of my doorway. No. No. Yep. Because we, we had a basement. We had a basement. He was watching shows. Now. He was watching his TV shows. I left my doors open in my ba- in my bedroom. <sighs> I and People I fell need asleep. To stay in their spots. Yeah, I fell asleep. I woke up. I felt something weird. I woke up. Because <laughs> someone was fucking watching you. He was just standing there. I was like, "Are you gonna murder?" What are you me? doing? He's like, just silent, completely silent. And no, no. no. Like, oh, go he's to bed. He's gonna kill he's you. Like, okay. One time, I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> my eyes are wide open. No. My grandpa did that once and I thought he was dead and I literally like had the most horrifying time where I poked him and he like woke up and it was fine. If you but guys I was, like, ever so do that in the that same dead. room as me, I swear <laughs> I might die. I did. I straight up was like asleep, dead asleep and they were like, what the fuck? No. <laughs> not Your eyes are wide open. <laughs> and then like, like waving in front of me I'm just like... <laughs> <laughs> You were dead. Thank you. You were dead. You were snoring. <laughs> what is the explanation no. for that? No. There's no. There is shit landing in your eyes. Yeah, I don't know. It's I was just that tired. Oh I my god. I was that exhausted that my brain was like, "We're off. <laughs> we're done now." <laughs> Last week, and it didn't tell the rest of me. <laughs> I am the Kroger's Yes.
different shapes. So do you have any lasting thoughts about nightmares? Um, either about Freddy or nightmares. Scary. Don't like them. Don't like them. Don't. You don't. It's not your time. No, it's my favorite thing. I may or may not be able to sleep tonight. Yeah. I'm gonna sleep so much. Man, I slept so well. I'm so tired. I wish I had nightmares. I have to be. Oh my gosh, I need to wake up. You don't I don't have to wake up tomorrow. That's nightmare. usually my goal. I'm like, yeah. you know what? Tomorrow I'm going to wake up. Eventually. Gonna, That's the one thing I'm I have gonna to I'm going to wake do. up and be alive. That's the one thing. If I check that off. I I'm close like, my eyes. I open them. Like, I do yeah. things. I did it. Yeah, I did cool. one thing. That's one thing every day I can check off. Awesome. Yeah. I woke up. So that was our third episode of Ghouls in Our Store. Uh, it was our first guest episode with Sierra, and it was about nightmares. Did you know? Did you listen to the whole, like, two-hour time? <laughs> it's not going to be two hours. Nightmares! We are in your nightmares. So, uh, don't get married. Delete your kids. Don't, don't get, get married. Delete your, your kids. kids. Okay, bye. Bye.